Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're having a wintry Wednesday. It's snowing here, and um, I'm not all that sad about it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody that is. I um, actually said to a friend yesterday I wanted it to snow today because hunting season starts here, and at least if there's snow, then they are not going to trespass because it's really obvious. I know. Just looking out for my cows, right? I didn't even let my horses out this morning. Not on the first day. I have nothing against hunting. I'm just against hunting on my piece of property because there's too many houses around and my cows and my horses. And I just feel that people aren't cautious enough and it stresses me. So I uh, get to be uncomfortable all month. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. hear gunshots, I go check, I check my cows constantly. It's it's an issue. Um, hunters do stop in and ask to hunt, and I always say no, and they all get mad at me. Say things like, oh, when's your husband going to be home? I'll ask him. Go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, roll my eyes, snarl. Yep. They all try to be so charming and convince me that it's a good idea. I know. They don't know me. Yep. No. It's a hard no, people. Hard no. So, yeah, that's this first day of November is always, ugh. But I get to be here on the radio show with you, so that part is good. I have found over the last about four or five days, every morning, the energy in the world feels heavy, just heavy and edgy and really uncomfortable. But there is so much upheaval, so all of us that are empaths are feeling it every day. And the trick or the um, things we have to do is we have to check, is this our energy or is it somebody else's or something else's? And to do that, you need to take a few minutes, really only a minute and a half or so, and just be still for a second. I want you to zip up your chakras, start at your pelvis, zip up over your head as if you're zipping a coat, and say, is this my energy? Because it's, it's harsh. Harsh. I know a lot of it is Alberta-specific because we are still in an economic downturn. It's been years, two two years now, three years, and it's not improving. Just heard a rumor that one of the big industries not far from my house is laying off like almost 300 people before Christmas. People are really struggling here, and I feel like we're not getting any sympathy or help from 
um, entities and groups that could help us. But we will get through it because always do. Um, yeah, I just it's harsh. It's really hard. On the weekend, we did a farmer's market. I'm selling 50-50 for our 4-H club, and it was edgy and uncomfortable. And until people started selling things in that space, everybody was worried. And if you're empathic, that's, it's hard to navigate. You have to be able to energetically take a step back, ground your energy however it works best for you. You can visualize and imagine those deep, thick roots going into from the bottoms of your feet deep into Mother Earth. Have a cup of tea. Um, we reach for snacks when this happens because it does ground us in our body. To be careful of that, right, because, of course, we can overdo it. You have to, like, breathe. <sighs> Do the breath meditation. When you're in breath, think calm or focus, and on your out breath, your first name. You have to find a way to kind of put like an energetic screen or window or lead wall, <laughs> whatever it takes between you and the rest of the world to check if it's your energy, somebody else's energy. Because, it, well, it's uncomfortable. And all of us that are empaths always look at ourselves. We blame ourselves for everything. Oh, it must be us. We're the jerks. Oh, I must have been thinking something terrible, or I must be worried about something. But often it's not us. We're picking up on the energy of the world. And if we don't find a way to deal with it, it can cause us problems, right? We don't want problems. I tend to hibernate. Mm-hmm. Probably why I'm not sad it's snowing. <laughs> this gives me another reason to stay home. Oh, but wait till I tell you what I just got delivered to my house. So I turned 50 in August, and I've had my eye out for some highland heifers or cows. So I had a big, beautiful highland steer named Morty. Oh, he was so awesome. And highlands are the ones with the great big horns, and they're fuzzy, and they're just so, I don't know. Their energy is very grounded. They make you smile when you see them. Everybody that saw Morty couldn't help but smile and think he was so majestic looking, so cool looking. They have a very soft energy. Anyways, Morty was my steer. I bought him at an odd and unusual sale by accident. I didn't go to buy a Highland steer, but I fell in love with him. And we had him for years. He was beautiful and just made the energy of my ranch better. Loved Morty. He was totally a pasture ornament. <laughs> that was his whole purpose. He did help keep hunters away, though, because of his big horns, and they thought he was scary. So anyways, I've been, when Morty crossed over, because he got old, unfortunately, I said to my husband, okay, then can I have a Highland cow? I mean, they're a little more practical. She can have babies. It won't be such a pasture ornament. You know, I have to keep the practical side. And he said, sure, if you can find one. Couldn't. <laughs> it's been like three years I've been looking. Anyways, 50th birthday, I'm like, you know, jewelry's great, but uh, 
I want a Highland cow. And secretly I wanted two. If he found one, I was going to say, I think we need two, because they need a friend, right? <laughs> I know, plotting and planning. Anyways, we couldn't find any. Um, and when we did find some, they were gone pretty fast, like if we were looking on Kijiji or buy and sells. Then he, he had somebody he works with in the oil field that has a herd of highlands, and so he was waiting until he could run into him. And so he did, and he made this whole deal without me knowing, which is pretty impressive. I always know. But he was great timing. Rarely can he surprise me. And so when he does, he's pretty happy. <laughs> I was busy with weddings, and yeah, it was crazy, and it was like one of those weird days. And he's like, well, I have something to show you that will make your day happy. And sure enough, he bought me two Highland heifers, and they got delivered the other day. They are so cute. I will post a picture of them on my Psychic Cowgirl Facebook page. You have to go look. There is something about them. They're just adorable, first of all. But I was tutoring yesterday, and I was talking with a lady, and she builds commercial greenhouses. And so we're talking about agriculture and some of the things, challenges, and some of the great things. And then I said, I have to show you my Highland heifers that I just got. And she says, you know, you can't stop looking at them and smiling. There's just something about them. So awesome. So in my world of chaos and tumultuousness and being an empath and trying to navigate it all, find something tangible that will lift your spirits. Like, I have my Highland heifers now, so I just have to walk to my corral. I mean, I'm pretty blessed because animals lift my spirits all the time. So, oh, guess what, though? My big, beautiful black horse, Friday, is mad at me. <laughs> he doesn't like that my attention is going to these little girls. He totally snubbed me yesterday. And the day that they were delivered, the guy was pulling in, and I, was, I went out to get my horses and bring them in for the night. And Friday was so needy, I had to walk in front of him and lead him into the corral because he was all spooky weird because he gets that way because he's, you know, he's Friday. That's how he rolls. And so yesterday morning when I let him out, he snubbed me. Yet usually I have to walk out up the hill, make sure it's all safe for him, basically hold his hoof, and he comes behind me, gets petted, sees that it's all safe, and then he'll go do his thing. Yesterday he snubbed me, and I'm like, really? When I brought them in last night, he also snubbed me. It took a long time. He actually walked up to my husband first, and then he walked up to me, like, I guess. I'm like, really? Hmm, aren't you a brat? I have another horse that's mine, Magic, and if I pet Magic before I pet Friday, Friday will come over and chase Magic away to get all the attention. And now he's mad because I have two little Highland heifers I'm giving attention to. <laughs> I know, right? So funny. So funny. Getting snubbed by my big black horse. He'll come around, though. I'm not worried. He likes attention far too much. I'll take him into my beautiful barn and work with him, and he'll be like, okay, we're friends again. But my advice to you is find something tangible, like whether it's something that you can hold something that you just look at, like a picture, a painting, something that you can focus on that will, its whole purpose 
is to lift your spirits and to keep you from being in this energy of yuck. I have found myself um, more anxious, mad, um, frustrated, annoyed, and I have to work energetically to untangle what's making me feel this way so that I can change it. Make sense? When I've been in a lot of uncomfortable situations. So last year in our school year was not good. I have a child that had a terrible year. And when I spoke to the administration about it, I got uh, BS stories. And I was, yeah, I gave him a chance to fix what was going on, didn't, lied about it, just told me what I wanted to hear in hopes that it would smooth itself over or I'd forget about it. Now, whoever he has in his world that he gets away with that with and that's how it works, he should know better because him and I have tangled for the whole time he's been an administrator at that school, and I don't deal with things that way. So frustrating. So we moved schools, and my children are so happy. Now, I knew this was going to be uncomfortable with the old school. It was. Some of the teachers got mad at me, unfriended me on Facebook. I mean, to be fair, I unfriended one, too, because she made my son's year terrible. And I'm like, sorry, you don't get access to this anymore. I don't want to see what you're doing because I don't have a good attitude about you. And so it's just best this way. The one that did it for me, I was surprised, I was disappointed. But you know what? They all have their reasons. And let's face it, sometimes we're just petty, and that's okay. We can be. It's a way to work out energies, right? And so I went to an event. I wasn't going to go. I really didn't want to go. I knew it would be uncomfortable, but I thought, well, let's just give it a shot. It was interesting, to say the least. Um, the thing is, I can read energies. And the energy of the room was interesting. It was good for the most part. I got to see a lot of people that I don't get to see anymore, which was awesome. But some of the other stuff was also interesting because there was definitely extremes. And it was uncomfortable, some parts of it. Some parts were not. And um, we just wrote it through. So here's something else. When you're in an uncomfortable situation, I want you to tap into your curiosity because I want you to look at, figure out, untangle why. Why are you uncomfortable? Is it because someone's being a jerk? Could be, right? So then you know to minimize your exposure to that person is it because you're feeling guilty that, you know, maybe you – I know some people wanted me to feel guilty about leaving that school and going to a different one because I was a big part of that school, and I don't feel guilty at all. I had to do what was best for my children and myself. And, you know, it's interesting. It's almost like we were suffering from PTSD in a slight way. I don't know what other energy can be used to describe it because we all have more energy now. 
My children fight way less because they're not dreading every day. Um, it's so much easier getting them ready in the morning. I yell at them way less because they're not fighting or dragging their feet. It was really interesting, the difference energetically. And I really like this new school. I mean, I'd already, I tutor at that school for adults and stuff, so I was already, you know, in the school quite often, and I like the energy. I like that it's quiet. I like that it's structured, and that's what my children need. I do hope that other school changes. I feel like it's a good possibility with the new administration there, but I couldn't take a chance, and that's where people wanted me to feel guilty, like, oh, you're just abandoning us. Maybe so, but I also know what my priorities are. I also know what is important for me to make sure my children have, and that big thing is the ability to learn. I felt our junior high just wasn't providing what my kids needed or what I expected, and so I changed it. And I do know for the next year, I'm going to have many, many uncomfortable situations with administrators, with parents, with teachers. I've really cut back on my going to that place right now until I sort out what my strategy is going to be or how I want to handle the uncomfortableness, right? Because I still use that library. Actually, I haven't had time, though, so that worked out okay. Coincidence or conspiracy? But I do know it's going to be uncomfortable for quite some time, right? Until it becomes the new normal. That's the thing with being uncomfortable. It only lasts until it becomes the new normal. Look, at, look back on your life, times when you felt so uncomfortable. Hello, when I first started this radio show, being on the radio show alone was uncomfortable. I struggled hard with that. When Virginia and I stopped doing it together because of other commitments for her, I was freaked out. But I just made myself do it, and now it's easy. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about until this morning. I let the energy of our existence and what's going on in our world guide me, and it's working. Because one thing I have to my benefit is I am in tune with my world. And when I am in uncomfortable situations, I can quickly evaluate if I want to speak up and make it even more uncomfortable. Now, my go-to is not to, because I have a temper. <laughs> yeah, my eyes change color, and yeah, it's quite spectacular, really, but it does freak people out, and so I try to minimize that. And I also like to sort through how I can address the situation in the most impactful way to get results. And it doesn't always work. I mean, obviously, I had to change schools. But I tried, and I didn't blow up, have a hissy fit. But there's other times when I'm in an uncomfortable situation and someone pushes my buttons or tries to make it worse for me, that I do fight back. I try to fight back calmly and just say, no, that's not appropriate. You can stop now. That's not how it comes out. 
even close. In my head, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but what comes out of my mouth is usually a lot harsher. Yep, and sarcastic. And I can cut people. Because I see you on an energy level. I know. I'm well aware of what I could say to make you feel like the worst ever. And because I can do that, I'm very careful with it. Very careful. Because it is one of the things that happens because I'm so psychic, intuitive, and empathic. And so I have to choose how to be responsible with it. I wasn't in the past because I know. I do know. And so you have to um, be able to quickly analyze the consequences and decide what you're okay with because sometimes a fight is the only way. Not, I shouldn't say the only way because it's never the only way, but it's the way that you choose to do it. There's no right or wrong because we're all here, we're all learning. And let's face it, people can be so terrible to each other, have like huge blow-ups and just be cruel, and then a few years later they're all best friends again. I see it on Facebook all the time, and I'm always amazed, amazed, because I see people being friendly again and like interacting and hanging out, but you know, maybe in real life they're not. Maybe they're just Facebook friends, just like the people that are only your friend when they're drunk. But I'm amazed because the situation was so horrible. And then I think, I don't know if maybe it's a flaw in me that I'm not able to do that. I totally hold a grudge. I just shared a Martha Beck article on my Psychic Cowgirl page about holding a grudge that I loved because she encouraged it. (laughs) I do. If you cross some lines that I have, you don't get to come back. You can never uncross them. I do know how to hold a grudge. And so I've said this, like, Am I wrong? Like, am I the one who's just too rigid? I also know for myself in the past I have tried to have a relationship again, and it didn't work because there was no trust there. And so when I see it on Facebook, though, I have to admit that I don't actually know because I don't tune into things like that because I don't need to know everything about everybody. That's just far too much. I know enough. It's fine. And so maybe it's only superficial friendships, right? Maybe it's because of circumstances they were thrown together in certain projects. Because you can be polite, respectful, and friendly without letting them into your inner circle, right? We get to choose. Spend our energy as wisely as we spend our money. Although some of us don't spend it wisely. <laughs> I think Highland Heifers is wise, so come on. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to make life better. So you're going about your business, and then you end up in an uncomfortable situation. What's your go-to reaction? I do have friends that immediately cry. 
or they just get so embarrassed that they stumble, they don't have words. It's it's like that flight of fright, and theirs is fright. They just freeze. And then they just beat themselves up over it. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, right? So I encourage you to think of an uncomfortable situation and what was your reaction? How did you immediately, like your body syndrome, you know, did your face get all red? Did you freeze? Did you smile? Did you laugh even when it wasn't appropriate? My husband sometimes does that. What is your reaction? And then I want to t- you to figure out that reaction in relationship to the level of uncomfortable. Can I say that? Being uncomfortable so that you can get a gauge for yourself. And then I want you to think about how would you like to be able to react. I'm going to recommend just trying to keep it together and quiet until you can sort it out. Now I've, I've done this so many times as an exercise with myself that now I can quickly flip through my little toolbox and decide how I want to do it. If I want to confront them, I, I won't say that they don't know, that it might be coming though. I tend to like, I glare and give them a sideways look like, you did not just do that. I mean, I do let them know that that wasn't appropriate as far as I was concerned, but I don't always um, call them out on it in that time and place, or I do. But I try to be a bit gentle about it and a little bit neutral. If I can't be neutral at all, because a direct attack on me, and then I try to keep quiet. Because honestly, I don't trust people. And I don't trust that some people just try to do these things to get a rise out of us, to get a reaction, because they feed off that energy. And so it's completely self-preservation and protection that I don't react sometimes. I mean, I'm sure they'll look on my face, they know, but I keep my mouth shut. If I can think of a couple remarks to make, just so they know or so that, you know, they're a little bit aware, I will, but I try to be really careful because I don't want to start something that I may not be prepared to finish or I need to be prepared to finish it. Right? And if it's, you know, a work situation and you have to go to that job every day, you want to pick and choose your battles. You want to make sure you have a strategy to deal with the uncomfortable situations without sabotaging yourself. Make sense? And you can work on this. Find another uncomfortable situation in from your past and think of how you reacted and how you would like to react and then energetically go through it visualize or imagine how you want it to go so that when it comes up again you have a bit of a backup plan Does that makes sense because it will 
We are in the middle of huge shadow energy. Everybody's shadow sides is coming up. Everybody, including yours and mine. My shadow sides, I, I, I will fight and I will cut people down. I can. It's one of my shadows. The other one is um, I like to help. And so when I get um, not asked to help when I could or when I offer to help and I get turned down, I can suffer rejection and I think I'm horrible and I have to work through all that. That's another one of my shadows. Or get over yourself, Shannon. It's not really about you. You don't know why they said no. And if you're not willing to have a, a conversation and ask, keep your mouth shut. Oh, don't think you don't vent to trusted friends and husbands and your horse and my new Highland heifers. But pick and choose when you do confront people. Because some of them can't handle it. And that relationship will be done. I was just reminded that of the other day. I ran into somebody that I used to have a relationship with, and then I didn't because hmm, I can't even think of one specific reason. It was just obvious that they didn't, need me anymore and so they ghosted me but it wasn't on Facebook and I took it as big rejection and I had to work through it and get over myself I ran into them and it was fine I no longer felt any energy about it like I wasn't triggered I wasn't upset I was like whatever my point is you can get there right it's only uncomfortable for a period of time work through it untangle it for yourself and then it just doesn't matter and if it's relationships with people and you obsess over it just the other day I had to do this because I just found myself going over and over and over a situation and obsessing about it and trying to figure out how I could make it better and do I have a conversation don't I have a conversation and I just couldn't let it go So I wrote their name on a piece of paper, put it in a baggie full of water, and froze it. And now I'm not obsessing on it anymore. It does not mean I'm freezing them out of my life. It just means that I need to freeze the energy between us until I can sort it out. And some people stay frozen. (laughs) It's just so their energy doesn't affect you and you don't affect them. It's like blocking someone on Facebook that you just really don't want to see their posts. It triggers you, it upsets you, it annoys you. You can unfriend and unfollow too. Unfollow is a good one if you don't want to be dramatic about it because when you block someone or unfriend them, they always find out. If you unfollow them so you just don't see their posts and keep the peace that way, that works too. Not everybody has to be dramatic. I tend to be sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. I tend to um, need energies clear. And so if I cut them off, I am done. Person who like to stay friends with their exes? No. No, thanks. I'm good. I am friends with some of them, but we 
probably won't be going for coffee. Actually, I know we won't. <laughs> no. I, I Energetically, that's just not my thing. Because energetically, I'm the nurturing one. I like to take care of everybody. I want everybody to be happy. Yeah, I know. I know. So if I focus it on my animals, it works, right? That's why I have a business where p- people pay me to help them because I need that energy exchange or else it gets unbalanced. I get burnt out. I get crusty, cranky. And I'm already dealing with menopause. I don't need to add anything to it, right? Pick and choose your battles, my friends. Pick and choose. You can disengage from people rather than have a fight, and it's just as effective. Pick and choose. Okay. Just checking in. Make sure we have enough time for the chakra cleanse. On this first day of November, yay, except for hunting season. Yeah, I know we already talked about that. Get over it, Shannon. I won't, though. There you go. I get to vent my frustrations out on them. Um, what else is going on in the world? Are you feeling like you need to protect yourselves more? That is a huge energy right now. Try not to let it get obsessive. Pack your crystals. I love hematite for grounding, smoky quartz. Trick-or-treating last night, I wore my smoky quartz ring as protection just because. Find the tools that work for you. I'll never give up my crystals because I love them and I know they work because I'm finally tuned to energy. And so, hello. Hello. I've also found that if you can challenge yourself every now and again, like say once every six months or more if you feel like you are up to it, to doing something that does make you uncomfortable to get yourself through it. My one for this for October was that event I went to, put on by the old school. It was uncomfortable. I got through it, though. I'm fine. (laughs) Right? Because energetically, you end up learning so much more information when you're uncomfortable than when life is easy breezy. And so if you want to, you know, become more aware, have that soul growth happening, but don't forget to take the time to acknowledge, right? I was speaking to someone the other day, and I said, You know, I hope you give yourself a pat on the back or even buy yourself a present for how far you've come. Because we were talking about a situation in her life that was very messy, very uncomfortable. And it took a long time, but she did get over it. And I will say it's been 27 years and she only got over it in the last two or three. But she did. And that is huge. Huge, huge, huge. And so take the time to acknowledge that for yourself. Oh, yeah, that used to bother me and now it doesn't. Wow. Good job, me. Because if we don't, then we won't notice. 
we don't take the time to acknowledge when we worked through a pattern and released it and let it go, we won't notice when we work through a pattern and release it and let it go because sometimes it is so subtle. You go to do something or something happens and you don't react in the same way and you're like, wait, what? Take that time to go yay because we tend to be focused on the negative parts of ourselves and not celebrate the good parts. I see some of my Facebook friends are starting a gratitude thing for November where you post every day something that you're grateful for. I love those. If you find yourself in a rut every morning, write down three things. Don't go crazy. I had friends that were doing ten, and I'm like, that's too much effort, too much pressure. Pick one, pick two, pick three. At the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, Depends on when your energy is good. Some people are night people. Some people are morning people. And acknowledge the good things so that you are focusing your energy on that and not on the negative things you wish you could change. It doesn't mean you ignore the things you wish you could change, but you try to juggle your energy so you're focusing more on the positives so you can attract more of that. Because it's not going to get better for a while. We're going to keep being in uncomfortable situations. So I was chatting with someone yesterday, and I said, you know, it's interesting because when I did a reading for her a couple years ago, two or three now, I have no concept of time. Anyways, when we were talking, there was two clear paths, and she got to choose one. There was no right or wrong. It just was two clear paths, and each one would have been okay in its different ways, right? And I said to her, but you know what? Now if I tuned into you, there's several It's not so clear. We're missing some energies of clarity. It's almost like something not to do with us but will affect our future is being figured out, decided, and tangled. And until that happens, we're all in a bit of limbo. And everybody's feeling it. It's not just you, I promise. definitely weird but it is what it is right okay i want to have enough time for our chakra cleanse so you need to give yourself a little shake take a nice breath in and out i'm going to start it as soon as i have a little drink of water all right make sure you get to sit back in your chair and cross your legs if they're crossed. Close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. Nice, big breath.
breathing, breathing nicely. A moment to concentrate on the top of your head. You're going to begin to feel heavy, and this heavy, warm, could be tingling <clears throat> energy of relaxation moves from the top of your head down over your forehead eyelids and jaw, deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any other sounds except for the sound of my voice, for these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot disturb or distract you, but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this beautiful relaxation. This nice feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, down your back, and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing. And breathing becomes even more deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And that drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over, letting go, drifting down deeper and deeper, and your arms, hands, and fingers are relaxing. Feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. And a heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips and into your legs. You are now feeling this heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moving downward into your knees feeling the weight of your legs pushing down, heavier and heavier, and feeling your legs relaxing deeply, deeply relaxing. As this beautiful relaxation moves into your ankles, your feet, and into your toes, as you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count will represent deep relaxation and you will feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you will go deeply relaxed. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Relaxation. <sighs> Just letting go. Now let's visualize or imagine those beautiful, deep, 
thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There's going to be two. Into the bottoms of your feet. Traveling up your leg, you may feel a warm tingling sensation. Up your legs, higher into your thighs. And both balls of white light join together at your root chakra. Now we're going to clean your root chakra. It's a red ball. We're going to spin it to clean it. Just visualize or imagine it. There's no way to do it wrong. You might feel it. You might see it. It's totally up to you. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Awesome. Whew. Nice. Let's clean that a little more. Awesome. Great. Now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up to our sacral chakra. This is the orange ball of light. Let's clean it. Cleaning, 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 sweet, cleaning, cleaning. All right, now that that one is nice and shiny clean, let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. This one's yellow. Let's clean it until it's nice and shiny. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. A little bit more. Perfect. All right, now that that one's nice and shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra, the green one. Let's clean this one. Cleaning, cleaning.
Nice. A little bit more. <coughs> oh, the sun feels like it needs a little bit extra. This is where forgiveness is. All right. Nice. All right. Now let's move up to our throat chakra, the blue one. Spin it until it's nice and shiny. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. This one can get out of sorts, but we want to say things and we don't know how. Pay attention. When that happens, you can untangle your energies. Awareness is key. Cleaning, cleaning, spinning, spinning. Okay, now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra in the forehead. If this one is out of balance, we can think everything's a sign, everything's an intuition. We find it hard to sort through what is a message and what is our ego. So let's spin this one until it's clean, sparkly, and completely balanced. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Nice. All right, now that that one's all cleaned, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our heads. Spinning, spinning.
a little bit more. Great. Great. All right. Now let's visualize or imagine that ball of light over the top of our head as it goes down, down through our forehead, down through our throat, infusing energy to all of our chakras as it goes by, down through our chest, down through our abdomen, down to our pelvis. The white ball of light splits in two, goes down our legs, past our knees, down our shins, out through the bottoms of our feet, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. We are feeling balanced. We are feeling cleansed. We are feeling energized. We are ready for the rest of this week. I want to thank you all for listening, and happy Wednesday. I'll be back next week. Bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.